So, hello again. We are back for another episode of Physics Bites. This time we have two new students from our grade 12 class who did a very uh, interesting presentation on the special theory of relativity or the theory of special relativity. Um, we have Marine and Noémie. Uh, hi, guys. Hi. Hello. So, I was particularly impressed with your presentation because while you guys were doing science with me, last year and the year before. Neither, neither of you guys is doing physics this year. No. So it was a particularly, um, I think, uh, let's call it a new topic for you guys, given that you haven't been doing uh, physics for some time. But I think you guys did a really good job on a pretty tough topic. So as usual, how about we start with you guys giving us a very short summary of what you did, you know, where the origins of the theory are, what it talks about. And then maybe after a few minutes, we'll go on to some of the questions that your classmates had for us. Okay, so who wants to start? Uh, I can start. All right, so Noemi is going to start for us. Noemi? Um, uh, everything uh, begins with the, the Galilean relativity, uh, which was found uh, during the uh, seven, uh, which, uh, the 17th which century? century? Yes, the 17th, yes. <laughs> the 1600s. Um, uh, so uh, he thought that um, space and time uh, were absolute, um, which means that uh, um, if we take two frames of reference, um, time and space will have um, uh, exactly the same uh, coordinates, uh, x, uh, y and uh, t. Um, and uh, only speed uh, is dif uh, different um, between those uh, frames of reference. Uh, for example, you can be um, uh, uh, not uh, moving uh, in a train, so you, you sit uh, in the train, uh, but uh, if uh, someone uh, sees uh, the train uh, like uh, going... Uh, going uh, left yes. Um, uh, this person uh, will uh, see um, the the people the the person uh, sitting in a train uh, like uh, uh, he's moving, whereas uh, for the people uh, who is sitting, uh, he's uh, sitting so uh, he's not moving. Uh, so that's why uh, speeds um, are not uh, absolute uh, depending on the frames of reference. We saw this in grade ten when we did the, the beginning of movement, where you had to add speeds together so the speed of something to the frame of reference plus the speed of the frame of reference to the observer and we ended up with all that and you guys did this in math with your vector addition yeah. stuff right so this is what we call so you guys are calling this galilean relativity yeah. right and you're saying so this was the starting point we had this idea of galilean relativity movement uh for 400 years yes um it hasn't been questioned uh, since um newton uh, um founded uh, it, uh, his theory uh, on the, the Galilean relativity and um, until the 19th century um, nothing uh, happened uh, but um, when um, electromagnetism uh, was um, discovered for, uh, when uh, for example Maxwell and yeah. uh, Maxwell yeah, pretty and much the, Maxwell yes. took uh, all the work that was done 
in the first half of the 19th century and made his theory which kind of put together all of electricity and magnetism and all these things. Um, some, something was weird because um, he made the, uh, the uh, he discovered that um, the speed of light was uh, always the same um, uh, always always <laughs> uh, whereas uh, Galileo uh, said that um, speeds were not absolute Uh, so uh, there was uh, some something uh, incoherent, incoherent. <laughs> incoherent, yeah. Yes, and um, so just to be clear, the idea is that, for example, if I'm moving in a car at 100 kilometers an hour and I throw a ball to the f in the direction of the movement, somebody who's on the side of the road would see the ball moving at the speed of the car plus the speed of the ball. But when we do this with light, it doesn't do this, right? So basically, the idea is that if I'm moving at half the speed of light. And I turn on a lamp, the speed of light that everybody measures, whether they're moving or not, is always the same. Which is really strange because that's unlike anything else. Okay, all right. Uh, so maybe Marine, do you want to pick up the story from there? Yeah, exactly. So um, then uh, Einstein uh, reformulates, reformulated the theory of Galileo and he uh, generalized it. Uh, so he said that uh, all inertial frames of reference are equal. Mm -hmm. And also he proved that the, the speed of light is the same. So regardless of the, the frame of reference in which it is uh, observed. And so there are many consequences uh, of these two principles. Uh, so the first one is time dilatation, right. maybe. And uh, another one is um, that... It, there is a new notion of simultaneity, right. uh, which is also so a consequence of the second principle of uh, special relativity. So in Isaac Newton's physics, um, time is absolute and information can be uh, transmitted at infinite speed. Right, there's no speed limit in the universe. Yes, but um, in the universe of uh, special uh, relativity, proposed uh, so in 1905 by uh, Einstein, Uh, it exists uh, a limit speed, which mm -hmm. is so the speed of light. Right, which is very high, but not infinite. Exactly. And so uh, we can now uh, see space-time. Um, so space and time are, are now... Uh, um, Part of the same thing. Exactly. exactly which we call... Space-time. Space-time, right? Not a very original name, <laughs> yeah. but uh, pretty descriptive. So just so we're clear, the one thing, that, the insight that Einstein had was to say that, okay, it's not that what we're doing is wrong, that everything has relativity according to Galileo, but not light. It's that he said, maybe light is different. Maybe it's something special about light. And what he did was like, okay, well, let's take light as the only thing that doesn't change. Everything else is relative, but not light. And let's build every instrument we use for measuring, whether it's a measuring distance, measuring time, based on light. And that's how he comes up with his idea, with his results, which were, like you said, time dilation or mass changing or uh, the length yes. of things contracting or uh, all these variations. So these are all consequences of taking the fact that the speed of light is invariant uh, as the starting point plus Galilean. Uh, relativity. All right. Uh, I think that's a pretty good summary. Is there anything else you want to add before we move on to the questions? Um, no. No? Uh, Noemi? Uh... No, it's okay. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, there's, we can talk about it for hours, but we're not going to do that. So let's move on to question time.
All right, so maybe uh, we can start with a couple of questions which we're wondering about. Uh, so what exactly do we mean by time dilation? What do we mean by length contraction? So maybe you guys can give a very short uh, description of what we mean by these uh, weird and wonderful terms. Yes. Marine. Um, oh, Noemi. I can do so mass Marine. contraction uh, if you want first. Sure. Um, so the mass uh, varies in function of uh, speed. Mm -hmm. um, so in, uh, in relation to the speed of light. Right. Um, the more uh, an object has its mass, uh, has sorry, has its speed close to the speed of light. Yeah. Uh, in an inertial frame, the more uh, so its mass increases because of right. the speed. Right. So there's this first idea that you know mass is not a property that doesn't change. Uh, that the mass of an object goes gets higher and higher the closer the speed of the object. Uh, gets close to speed of light. What happens at the speed of light? If we if we were to get close enough to reach the speed of light, what happens to the mass? Maybe it's too big enough. Well, it's going to go towards infinity, right? Which is one of the reasons we can't go fast in the speed of light yeah. because if something is infinitely heavy, you need infinite amount of energy, energy and force to accelerate and that's not possible. And uh, Noemi, maybe you can talk to us slightly about what we mean by time because that's the one that science fiction and movies and people are most interested in and curious about? Uh, yes, but, um, uh, for example, uh, in the movie Interstellar, uh, at one moment uh, in the movie, uh, they are close to a black hole. Um, one guy, I can't remember his name. Oh, I, we don't remember. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's uh, staying uh, in uh, the space shift, ship. Yeah. Um, and uh, three other guys uh, go down to a planet uh, which is a uh, closer uh, to the black hole yes um, and the time um, uh, is uh, is going um, uh, slower uh, on the planet mm -hmm. um, and this is linked to um, time dilatation right um, now let's be clear that this time dilation here is because of gravity so this is more close to general theory of relativity but the phenomenon is the same in special relativity where the idea is Two people can measure two different durations for the same event. So uh, if I'm dropping something and I'm moving really fast, for me it takes one second, and you who's standing still watching me move might measure it takes two seconds for it. So you have the impression that time is going more slowly for me. And how does time dilation change uh, as the speed increases? Um, as the speed uh, increases, um, time uh, is getting... Um slower slower yeah and uh, which means yes. that so if i'm passing in front of you guys in a car that's almost at the speed of light you would see time going really 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 slowly for me right exactly. and if i were to reach the speed of light what might happen do we think uh maybe that uh, we can stop time right so for somebody watching somebody going at the speed of light it might look like oh time has stopped mm -hmm. and if we were to go faster than the speed of light which is not possible but if we could um Maybe we could go back in time. Right. So there's the, this, this is one of those ideas which makes people dream of all the uh, wonderful possibilities of science fiction. Okay. So, uh, and then the final phenomenon was the idea of length contraction. And what was length contraction, which is a consequence like the other two things? Um, so length contraction uh, is a direct uh, so consequence, as you just said. Yeah. Um, so the lengths are uh, contracting in the, the, direct, the direction of the movement. And so the closer um, the speed approaches the speed of light, mm -hmm. the more the, the lengths are contracting. Exactly. So technically, if you were watching me go by really, really high speeds, you'd see me uh, time slow down for me. You'd see my mass get really, really high. 
and my lens get really, really small, which is kind of weird. And and so if we reach the speed of light, my length would be zero, my mass would be infinite, time would stop, and that makes no sense at all. So that's really cool. All right, so let's move on to another question. Let's see. Um, Ah, so you mentioned uh, during your presentation that relativity destroys the idea of simultaneity. Uh, so can you just give a very short idea of what it means, simultaneity, and how does relativity destroy it, and what maybe the consequences are, or some philosophical implications and stuff like this? Um, okay, yes. Um, so Marine, uh, you're going to start, and then maybe Noemi? Okay, uh, so uh, before uh, special relativity, uh, the notion of uh, simultaneity joined the evidence of uh, daily uh, experience. Uh, so if two events occur at the same time for an observer, it is the same for any other observer. But uh, actually in the universe of uh, special relativity, um, the existence of uh, so the speed of light, the limited speed, um, it's called uh, space-time. And it makes um, it makes lose the um, the absolute character of a entity. Right. And so this simultaneity between two events uh, loses its uh, aspect of evidence and become a relative uh, to the observer and is a frame of reference. So just to make that uh, in a more simplified way, so the idea is uh, two people might look at the same event, and so for example, you might see two things happening simultaneously and Noemi, who is in movement with respect to Doom, might seem, would say that one of them is happening first and then the other. So you guys can't agree on this and you're both right because for one frame of reference it's simultaneous but the other one it is not simultaneous, right? And what are some so weird, uh, maybe philosophical consequences of such a, such a thing? Um, Noemi? Uh, truth uh, has always been a very important question uh, in philosophy and um, this notion uh, is questioned uh, because of uh, relativity. Um, for example, uh, Kant um, uh, worked on it and um, all his work uh, was based on uh, Newton's experiment. Right. So uh, when um, Einstein uh, questions Newton's experiments. Uh, Kant, um, yes, Kant um, was uh, decredibilized. Well, uh, his conclusions were based on results which were no longer true. Yes. So it, they don't make any more sense, at least in the context of relativity. Yes. So um, uh, the question uh, emerged: uh, What is truth? Um, who uh, is right? And um, what, uh, who are we um, uh, um, regarding, uh, um, uh, who are we, uh, for example, uh, who is Marine, uh, 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 who are you, uh, uh, are we in the same world? Uh, Do we uh, perceive things in the same yes, way, maybe? Yes, yes. And, uh, yes. Uh, this, uh, it also um, asks the questions of um, consciousness. Okay. Uh, it's linked uh, uh, to uh, to truth, um, and or even something as simple as cause and effect. So, a cause has to always come before an effect. But if we can't agree on what comes first, what comes second, that kind of puts in question maybe the cause and effect of certain events. Mm -hmm. uh, just because we're not we're running kind of short on time, let's go back to another question. 
Uh, has there ever been any? So these are all theories, right? This is the theory of relativity. So he does his calculations, he does his demonstrations, and he arrives at these conclusions. Uh, time goes slower, length goes... Have we actually proved that by experiments? Have there been experiments that show these uh, weird effects? Uh, yes, but... Marine? Uh, yes, so there are many. Um, but it's really uh, hard to, to demonstrate because mm -hmm. it's really abstract uh, also. Um, but there are some, uh, some examples uh, of... Um, For example, time dilation. That's the, one of the things. Did you guys come across this experiment in the 1950s or 60s? Um, no, no, but uh, I, have, uh, I found one. Yeah. Um, um, when you're uh, on a mountain, um, you're uh, not uh, you're further um, uh, than uh, the uh, At sea level. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the the time um, goes um, not uh, that slow uh, uh, when we compare to the time uh, uh, on the, the sea. Yeah. Um, we we can put two people, uh, one uh, on the mountain and one on the sea, um, the, and uh, we will see that um, if they, they have a watch, um, the, the watch uh, won't be exactly... Right, uh, the synchronization yes. won't last very mm. long. There have been a few other tests also in the 50s or 60s, I think, when the first atomic clocks were built. They took two, they were synchronized to the nanosecond, they put one on a plane, they kept the other one on Earth, the plane went up in the air, was flying around for 9-10 hours. When he came back down, they looked at the difference of the times and the difference was exactly what Einstein's theory predicted. So it was a very uh, definitive proof of this idea of time dilation. Also, like you guys mentioned, with gravity having the effect of time dilation, if we don't take into account the changing of the speed of uh, time compared to the gravitational field, our GPS wouldn't work. Yes, exactly. Right? That's, I think, one of the ones you guys were talking about. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to another question uh, from Rama and Antoine, who did uh, the presentation on the Manhattan Project. Are there any applications to the real world? I guess we kind of answered that right now, right? Oh, uh, yes, so yes. So with the GPS? GPS. GPS did you guys find any other applications? Um, I found something about uh, gold color. Oh. <laughs> what is this? Um, uh, the the gold uh, atom uh, is uh, is uh, very heavy. I think uh, there are uh, seventy nine protons uh, in the nucleus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, because it's uh, it's heavy, um, electrons uh, that are turning uh, around it but uh, close to it uh, are turning uh, much faster than the electrons. Um, and the, the um, which are um, around so, smaller atoms, yes. maybe? Okay. Um, no, uh, which are further, but ah, uh, right, in the right, same right. atom. So uh, I think uh, when uh, they, uh, they they uh, produce uh, photons, um, uh, because of uh, this uh, this difference, uh, we won't see the same color. Uh, oh, but okay. uh, I can't remember why. I I, I think uh, without uh, relativity we wouldn't see it because uh, uh, it will go um, into uh, ultraviolet light. Right, the color would be in a wavelength that's not. Yes, visible. but I can't. So there was also a question from uh, another one of your classmates, Una. She asked. Is it possible that one day we might travel at the speed of light? Are there people working on something like that, or is that uh, just a pipe dream? Uh, 
Um, yeah, so based uh, on our uh, current understanding of uh, physics and its uh, limits of the natural world, uh, the answer is uh, sadly uh, no. Ah. Uh, so according to Albert Einstein's uh, theory of uh, special relativity, summarized uh, by the famous equation uh, E uh, energy equals, equals mass times the square of light. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. equals mc squared. Um, the speed of light is uh, something like a cosmic speed, uh, cosmic speed limit mm -hmm. uh, that we cannot uh, surpass. Uh, go very faster yeah. and so NASA uh, for example uh, is working on getting closer and closer to the speed but uh, they know that we will not be able to reach it and uh, so no. uh, I have something yeah. to add yeah. uh, I've heard about uh, the Cherenkov effect I think uh, yeah. that's the name um, I can't really explain that but uh, I saw that um, um, so light uh, in a Um, in yes, in a vacuum. Yes, in the vacuum. Um, uh, we can't uh, go uh, beyond uh, the speed. That's the absolute speed limit, is the speed of light in a vacuum. Yes, but um, in other uh, mediums, um, uh, light uh, goes uh, slower. For right. We know that light goes slower in other medium because we have refraction. And refraction yes. is because light slows down when it goes through water or glass or something else. Uh, so we can... Uh, we can uh, take this occasion to try to go uh, faster than light and um, uh, I think uh, it happens uh, for example in um, a nuclear uh, power plants, power plants. Yeah. Um, uh, because uh, um, ra radioactivity is so um, so intense so so uh, so quick, so fast, uh, uh, that um, um, I don't know if it's neutrons or protons. Uh, I think it's neutrons, neutrons. Uh, which are produced in nuclear fission of uranium. Yes. Uh, they are uh, going faster than, than light. Uh, so this happens in water, right? Yes. In those big uh, pools uh, with heavy and water. It, it becomes blue. Right, so. exactly. So the strength of radiation is because there are particles that are ejected during fission, which go faster than light in water. Right? And in water, light goes about 1.3 times more slowly. And so they're going faster than light. is like a plane going faster than the sound. It breaks the speed of sound. There is this sonic boom. Well, this is like, sort of like a, a luminal boom, if you want. And that's, this, and that's that weird blue color that we associate to nuclear power plants. All right. Uh, well, we've gone through most of the questions. Are there any questions that you we didn't talk about that you found interesting or any Any particular notions that you want to come up with to finish the podcast? Maybe the question of uh, Josephine. Ah, right. So, um, so why can't we reach uh, the speed of light? Right, why can't and, we reach the speed of light? Uh, would it require so an infinite energy? And uh, so according to the laws of physics, mm -hmm. um, so we know that we need to have more and more en energy the more we move faster closer, to the, closer speed of to the speed of light and so in order to reach the speed of light uh, we would need uh, an infinite amount of uh, of energy and that's why it's impossible to to reach this uh, this speed right so one of the things that we talked about was uh, this idea of mass getting getting bigger and bigger when something goes faster and faster so the closer it gets to the speed of light the closer the mass reaches infinite mass and so 
to keep accelerating infinite mass, we need infinite energy. All right, all right. Uh, a photon doesn't have mass, and that's why we, we can go uh, uh, faster than, uh, than it. Because, uh, uh, we I can't think. go faster. Yes, right, we can't. Right. So photons don't have any rest mass. Photons, they, they, they never slow down. They're always at the same speed, and they're, that's because they don't have any uh, rest mass, right? And so in physics, actually, when we do particle physics, uh, any particle that has no rest mass usually is able to go around at infinite speeds, uh, at the speed of light, not infinite speeds, right? Okay. Uh, so how did you guys find the topic? Was it particularly difficult, given that you haven't done physics, or was it still easy, um, relatively easy to work on? But... Yes, but we haven't done physics since uh, two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Marine, you're doing biology still. Yeah, I'm doing biology. So it's still a science, just not very physics-y, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> no, personally, I was uh, always uh, interested in these questions. So uh, I, well, uh, we, ha we had to do a lot of uh, research, but it was uh, very interesting. And uh, uh, we also uh, learned... Uh, learn uh, learned many things about uh, general relativity right because at the beginning i think you guys yes. were supposed to do special and general relativity yeah. but then it was too ambitious so we exactly. decided to only do special and general relativity is the the fun stuff with black holes and the uh, universe and all that stuff right and also i, I think it was really interesting also the questions with uh, philosophy mm -mm. and uh, this uh, this theory is really important in just not the scientific world, right? But right. Every day. Well, that's one of those things about relativity that people like is because uh, it's physically very interesting, but also it, it takes uh, a lot of notions that we take for granted and it puts them under question. And there's lots of philosophical speculating. Yes, and All right. Uh, yeah. Um, Go ahead. Um, the, there was a so also the the, the point uh, with uh, the speed of light. Um, it's something a bit uh, mystic. Um, about it and I was very interested in it and uh, the more I discovered the uh, things about it the more I was uh, interested because uh, it's uh, like uh, something magic almost and uh, I was uh, very uh, very uh, impressed uh, for example to discover the Turing curve effect yeah, yeah. So with all the noise we're hearing outside uh, with the classmates playing uh, football, uh, I think that's a sign that we should uh, finish up the podcast. So Noemi and Marine, thank you very much. It was a really, really good job. We have a small audience today, but uh, so thank you very much. Uh, and we'll be back next time with a bunch of other interesting topics, including black holes, cryptocurrencies still to come, and uh, some basics of artificial intelligence. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.